women not wanting to date by men. Y'all got any any thoughts on that? Yeah, yeah, actually. What's up? Women not wanting to date by men. First of all, is this a problem? Like in the ecosystem, like you know what I'm saying? Like is this is this some sort like of like is it a common shit that comes up? Is it common shit comes up? You know, are, are there people on TikTok but heard about it? Like saying like this is some sort of like moral issue, like that sort of thing. There are people on Twitter, Twitter angry about it, and I understand why. Usually, it seems to fall on the shoulders of black women. Is that is that the is that the vibe that you get as well? What do you mean? Like black women being homophobic is kind of a is take that, what, that I hear about it frequently. Wow, so that's what it equates to. I'm not saying that that's what the it take. equates to. I'm saying, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the, the take is that. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucked up, man. That is fucked up. A black woman is homophobic. There's a take out there saying that black women are homophobic because they don't want to date by men. No, nah, I see, but you know what? It's right, though. That's true. I'm, I'm, I, I wasn't know. saying it was my no. take, but I, but I mostly would say I agree with it. But actually, no, no let me, hold on, let me, no. <laughs> let me not fuck myself up. Let me rewind. It's not uh-huh. black women specifically, but it gets placed as like it's that as if black women are the only homophobes within the community. That's and so it yeah. seems like it's a black woman problem specifically. However, the thing of women not dating by men because they see men who have sex with men as less masculine, which is a big part of it. It's not just the threat of other of them cheating. That's not that's not the main thing. That is the result of homophobia. So that yeah. so I would say that. Okay, okay, I can give some credence to that thought. I get that. But to say someone is homophobic because they have a preference to date straight men who are not bisexual, I don't think that's fair. I don't think that necessarily equates. So that's that's fair to just say someone is homophobic, like they're afraid of gay people or don't approve of gay people because they don't, don't want to date a person who... <clears throat> Is also attracted to like the same sex. Like that's just that's that's more of a preference. Uh, okay, you know? okay, two things. All right. So first of all, I heard a very good take on the concept of preference. Like just as a, I don't think it's a huge thing, but like preference means between two options, you prefer one, but you would choose the other. If you're saying you won't do something, that's not a preference. That's a requirement. So you require that your men don't have sex with other men. Which I'm not saying that's a huge, huge point, but it's not a preference. It's a deal breaker. So that's a little bit different. Two, why? Uh So you have a deal breaker, which says, I will not date this group of people. Okay, you get to have your deal breakers, but Mm -hmm. all deal breakers, I think, come from someplace. You have to ask the question of like, okay, well, why? Can you get into it a bit? Yeah, and that's the the thing that comes up when we have these discussions on Twitter. It It ultimately becomes... Whether you consider it a preference or a deal breaker, tell me why you have that preference or deal breaker and 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 give me a reason that isn't homophobic. Give me a reason that isn't that yeah. isn't related to homophobia if you follow the breadcrumbs back. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. Follow I that have, trail back. Why, yeah, why, why? And, Until you get all the way back, it's gonna be some yeah, I have I have yet I have yet to see a reason that wasn't rooted in homophobia. I'm not saying that I'm that I want to jump to that conclusion automatically. I'm just because I also think that it's weird to have that conversation when there's not a woman present. Um, I you know I think it's weird as as three niggas to kind of have that conversation. But, I disagree. 
because we're talking about niggas. Fair enough. But my thing is also like, I, I just have yet to hear a good reason that wasn't rooted in homophobia. Mm. I, okay, I have heard the reason of like the idea that their dating pool is now larger, therefore their the threat of promiscuity or infidelity increases. That's the main other argument I hear. If he fucks men and women, now I have to compete with men and women. I can't provide the tool that he's after. And also, that's un- twice as many people that would be interested in him and that he's interested in. That that would be the other argument. But I don't. But I think that's a bullshit argument like I, or a bullshit thing. I don't think that that's really what it is most of the time. Yeah, I mean, because if someone's going to cheat on you or like they're, they engage in that sort of activity, it's, you know, they're going to cheat on you. If a woman is with a man who is cheating on her with other men, nine times out of ten, she doesn't even know he has that preference. Like he doesn't, she doesn't know in the first place. So he's just cheating in silence. You don't like because I think about because it it is real. Like you know, um, a lot of a lot of women don't want to date a bi man, and there are a lot of guys that are on the down low. You know, and they are cheating with other niggas. But they wife is does not their their partner doesn't know that they have this preference, and that makes it okay. True. I'm not saying it makes it okay. Oh, at all. I was saying, saying that. It it okay. okay. <laughs> if you cheat on if you cheat on somebody and they don't find out, that that really doesn't count as cheating, and I honestly don't mind. What? I, if I somebody know. cheats on me, if somebody cheats on yeah. me, and I don't know, but I also don't know that I don't know. I kind of don't care. Like if I don't know that I don't know. You know what I'm You're saying? You're just totally oblivious. If I'm, if I'm, it never happened. It never happened. I'm totally oblivious, and I'm not even aware that I should be suspicious of the possibility of it. The difference that makes no difference is no difference. I don't care. I'm incapable of caring. I wouldn't want to to know. You know what I mean? It's looking a gift horse in the mouth, especially if everything mm. else is good. Like, mm. if she go also, also honestly, at that point, if the relationship is coasting and she's going to that good of effort to where I don't suspect shit like not even do not only do i not not suspect shit i can't even fathom that as a possibility that means that she's putting in overtime work to go sneak to have some happiness to keep me happy that's love as far as i'm concerned so fuck it it's too tough out here to be picky like that i could also think of an argument that you could think that everything was good and coasting because and we and i'm harkening back to conversations that we've had on this podcast about how niggas can think everything's good and their woman is completely unhappy yes. and I feel like so like you can be completely oblivious to everything that's going wrong and she could be cheating and you think everything's good and you know you're oblivious and the difference that makes no difference is no difference and then all of a sudden her ass is gone you know what I mean that's a good point and I think yeah. that for me as I've said before when it comes to like threesome shit and stuff like that like my main issue is is less about fidelity and more about commitment to the relationship and so, yeah, if cheating is an in, is an indication of that she's actually she's not cheating she's she's buying her ticket for the for the tra- the, the the transfer train at the next stop like that's different. So I would say hypothetically, assuming she's not gonna okay, assuming she's likes me <laughs> and I don't know, then the difference that makes no difference is no difference. I would say fair enough. Going back to the whole argument about increasing the dating pool. I think that effectively that makes no sense because you, if your dating pool was now adult women and girl, it was, it was it was what you know, 
one point you know 1.52 billion people and now it's four billion people like effectively effectively that doesn't fucking matter effectively nah. your pool was, your pool was nah. already billions of people nah, nah, no no nah, that's nonsense bro that's we got the internet but still like you no 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 no, no, to... no okay nonsense. okay let's 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 let let's let's micro scale it. Let's micro scale it. Yeah, let's let's, let's start maybe there because niggas do not have yeah. access yeah. to two billion. Let's maybe start no, with the micro no. scale, my nigga. Well, okay. If if we want to make that argument, then the argument is always moot because you don't have access to every man or every woman. So like the argument was moot from jump. But nigga, let's micro scale. Okay, please let make your let's, argument before I yeah. <laughs> okay, so the argument that that was being made was that now your dating pool has doubled, right? Yes. I'm saying I'm saying that in the context of even a major city, right? Your dating pool doubling is kind of moot because your dating pool was already wide. If you're if you're assuming that every eligible person in your given space is now in your dating pool, so like if I'm in a community, if I'm at a college, right? If I'm okay. at a college, and my dating pool, if I'm dating eligible women in my age range, was thousands of was thousands of women, and now my dating pool with men is now. A couple thousand more, like that's that's kind of moot. You know no, what I'm no, saying? No, like, no. Okay, still, I think I I think I understand your, your your viewpoint here. If we take it to the to the micro scale, there's two ways that you meet people in the modern world. You meet them in person. You meet them online. If you're meeting them in person, if I go to a party, right? So let's take the college all the way down. I go to a party. It's 200 people there. They're all within my age range. Let's say that half of those are attractive enough that I would want them, and then half that again for the number that would be attracted to me going from 25 people interested in me to 50 people interested in me is a huge jump in threat to my to my partner and th those are the situations yeah. people are in yeah but my whole thing with that is if you want to split hairs on that situation then 50 people are at, at a party or not in your or not in your dating pool because 50 people in, in any given space are not going to find you attractive to fucking begin no no, no. That, that's why i said once you cut it all the way down, then you're at 25 and 50. Maybe it's 200, 300 people at this party. You cut it all the way down to just the group of people that I'm into, just the group of people that are into me, and you've now doubled that. You're going from 10 to 20, 20 to 40. That's a huge fucking difference at a party. The likelihood that I go home with somebody, right? I'm, let's say I'm by, I leave my girlfriend at the crib, I go to a party instead of, and, and also let's be real, niggas are less picky. So you're really not even doubling the pool. You're probably tripling it, right? So at that party, maybe it's 10 girls interested in me. Add niggas onto it. I don't know. Maybe now it's 30. The likelihood that I take a, take a motherfucker home is a lot bigger. And if you're dealing with niggas, they are a hell of a lot more direct than women. Exactly. Niggas will get shit popping on you. They <laughs> <laughs> get it going. They get it going. Right, yo. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't even Shoot. check whether or not you on the same team first. They just like, yo, what's good? We'll figure it out on the way home. Man. I met yo, I met I met this nigga and that's and that fuck it, the we doing it late and that's a red, red flag. <laughs>it's a red flag welcome everybody to waving the red flag number one <laughs> sex and dating podcast in uh in atlanta melbourne and the universe it's your boy eddie Overgold. we got alvin we got josh and today we're talking about why black women are the most homophobic people on the planet now that's 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 not true that's not true yeah. what we're talking about is <laughs> whether or not it's wrong to not date by men but i actually met this dude at a barbershop slash burger joint that i slash bar that i worked at weird mixture of fucking places Whoa. 
Yeah. Where was this? I'm it sorry. Was, where was this? It was, a, it was a Footscray. I don't know if that means anything to you. Is yeah. That in yeah. Australia? Yeah. Yeah. It was in. It was in Melbourne. Yeah, in Australia. Okay. Um, it kind of made sense. It was like a whole vibe. So like the barbershop was was partitioned off with like glass walls. So it wasn't like hair was floating into the kitchen. But yeah. then it was like a kitchen and a bar, and it had like pool tables and shit. So it was all kind of like a a cool type of. Like line up, type. yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. You get you get your shit lined up. You come out on the bar. You drink. Oh, we're kind of hungry. Grab something to eat. It kind it worked. It works. That's kind of that's kind of lit. Yeah. I can it see makes that. sense. Yeah, if you waiting, sense. you can play some pool. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Pool. Exactly. You get you get a meal that. while you're waiting for your haircut. It it it, it, it does kind of that. all make sense. Honestly, if they added a tattoo parlor in it, then I'd be like that. Kind of all niggas wouldn't go home. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas wouldn't go home. You'd just be there. But one of the barbers that I met there, this nigga was gay, but he did not look. He, he his whole vibe was was very straight. The nigga looked like um what's the dude that looks like uh oh, fuck what is his name? DJ Drama. He looked just like DJ Drama. Oh, and okay. uh and this motherfucker was like, "Yo, I love fucking straight niggas." And he was like, "And I be doing it." And I was and and I was a I don't think I was his type, so I felt chill. You know what I'm saying? Because he wasn't like I like raping straight niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like that's different. You know what I'm saying? He was like, I yeah, like <laughs> that's a different energy. You know what I mean? How can you love fucking straight niggas? Damn, are bro. they straight? Are, are are they actually straight? I or mean, are you actually out here taking the butt? Like I mean, I, you know, though, you know, look, I think it's a little bit homophobic to start to to ah, fuck. I don't know. I feel like it can be homophobic when niggas look at gay men's interest in men as a threat inherently instead of being like oh well no he's saying if assume all things are consensual you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that's what like you've heard the point before that niggas are homophobic because they are afraid that men will treat them the way they tend to treat women like that kind of argument so i was like the nigga didn't say he likes fucking niggas by force he said he likes turning niggas Fuck. out which is to say no, you always had a little bit of that spice in you. I just wanted to, to bring it out. You know what I mean? Like you might have not like like for instance, if somebody like Duval says, "I'm short. I like fucking tall girls." He's not saying he's raping tall girls. He's saying I can pr- bring enough to the table that a girl that wouldn't usually be interested in a four foot tall nigga is. And now I have to take it that that's what he meant. Well, the he didn't fuck me, so is, I mean, yeah, for sure. But just this, just the difference in that is when you say a straight man. Yeah. It means he's not into having sex with other men. Oh, so, Josh, it's 2021, bro. They done changed the rules up on niggas. <laughs> clearly, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, shit, yeah, it's different out here for sure. It's but but that, I'm ain't, just, that ain't what that means no more. Man, look. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a spectrum. It's, it's a, a spectrum. spectrum I, it's a spectrum. You know? But cool, cool. Please continue. Well, I mean, yeah, we, we can get into that whole thing because I do think the concept of what counts as straight is... Cause it was a nigga on TikTok who he was like a therapist and he was like, you can have sex with men and be straight. And honestly, I get what he's saying because as a woman, we already kind of pretty much validate that as an experience. If you have an experimental phase in college where you hook up with a girl, kiss a girl, even fuck a girl, you can say, okay, but yeah, that's not really my primary sexuality. That's not my lived experience. I don't move through the world as a lesbian. I don't even really move through the world as a queer person. I did yeah. some acts, but I was figuring shit out primarily i like dick so same thing would have to apply to men so but i was hanging with this nigga and this nigga was harassing niggas like (laughs) he was (laughs) the shit was hilarious honestly because he was sitting we were sitting on a bench like on outside of a bar and it would just be like you know just kind of hoodish niggas walking past and he'd just be like hey what's good you good 
How you doing? Like he was just as they were walking past, just kind of hitting them with with a little bit of spice, a little bit of energy. He was you know? catcalling, bro. He was catcalling. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Damn!" And he was—I mean, it wasn't all the way disrespectful, but it was just—it was just hilarious because the energy was just like. And he was a bigger dude too, so it was almost like, "Oh, you mad? All right, we can do that too. Like, whatever you whatever you want to do, we can fuck, we can fight. What's up? You know." Was, was, <laughs> this nigga is Fleece Johnson, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the shit was hilarious. Yeah, goddamn. But yeah, I mean, assuming none of that is the case and all that kind of shit, yeah. I do think. If you say that you're not going to date a particular person because of something that doesn't even impact you directly, then there's something else there. It's the same thing with the trans argument, but we don't have to go into that again. But yeah, with the boss shit. Man, okay, so on the flip side to that, I have a one of my one of my one of my friends. Um, he's he's a uh, he's gay, but That's he's cool. you wouldn't know it. You know, he's he, he's a he's he has like a lot of masculine. Like you know, he's still identified with like you know masculine. So you wouldn't. I know just, what you mean. Yeah, like the same I'm thing. Sorry, with your, I'm sorry, your man. Bar. I got, I got to pop in, man. We got to quit saying that shit too. Like, like. Ah, come on, man. We, we, we know what he. We, we know what the nigga what means. What the fuck? We know what the I'm nigga just saying means. For the, I'm come saying, on, man. I know exactly what he means. I know exactly what he means, but I have to Is say, it. I have to, to be, say I have now to be that nigga. I have to be. I see, that I thought nigga. you were trying to trade. I thought you were on eggshells because I was like, uh, maybe I should fuck with him and be like, oh, what do you mean by that? But then I was like, nah, let me just let this man say what he's saying. But yeah, people do take offense to that. Oh my god. I mean, then what's, oh, Lord, it's just too much shit to keep up with. <laughs> because it's like, because I, let's be real, I, and this is no disrespect towards anyone so group whatsoever. And y'all know me, like, I ain't got no issues with nobody. I'm free love for they everybody. They got issues with you, though, from my understanding. And I mean, hey, that ain't my, that ain't my issue. But um, but the thing oh, is. Oh, so you don't like, care about their concerns. Hmm. My thing is, it's like, damn. Nigger. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, like, I mean, like, it's a lot of people in the LGBTQ. If we talking about men, and because, like, you, they act differently. Some of them, like, legit, like they, they can be characterized because, like, some of them, like, legit act differently. They act more identified with how a woman might talk, might sway, might move. It's not the same way that I personally might act. I'm not saying that something is wrong with them, but it's just the fact that, my, just Could in you give me an example? Because honestly, I can't. I can't think of anyone like that. Uh, based like on a, what you're describing, you never like a, you like a gay person who like who has mannerism like more like a woman no walks. What you're talking about like a woman like has like a kind of a switch. What is a and woman? Once again, this is like? not to be disrespectful. Anyway, okay, Josh, but you know exactly in, 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 he's fucking with. Thank you. you. <laughs> yeah, but anyway, bro, um, just in fucking. <laughs> God damn. Oh. <laughs> Niggas can't say no, let me let me can may I may I help assist if I can? Go ahead. Alvin, what you were saying about the masculinity thing is like they do tend to be less masculine. If it, it, to the extent that like we have a shared definition of what masculinity looks like. Now, that is a a point of confusion for me because what the fuck even is masculinity if not like this set of structured behaviors that we call manly because if it's not that and if that's problematic then how do we even have a a thing to point at and say this is mask and this is femme if not those things so my my point my point in bringing that up wasn't wasn't that wasn't that anything that was said was wrong because we all understand that but it's just one of those things where it is kind of weird where people in 2021 continue to say that like you know this person doesn't look gay because even though stereotypes may have roots 
in some truth, and I firmly believe, I'll say that point blank period, I firmly believe that almost all stereotypes do have some root in some truth if you follow those breadcrumbs back sure. far enough. It's also one of those things where it's like, we all know we all know plenty of at this point we all know plenty of gay men that you know aren't aren't rupaul a drag queen like it's just one of those things that i just like to point out but but see is it not useful to the because he's because josh is trying to tell a story where that point is a relevant one are we saying it's not worth being able to describe that or that there's a better way to describe it because even you, in trying to form that sentence, had to reach around for an example that kind of said it but didn't really and then relies on the listener to make some assumptions to know what the fuck you were even saying. So are we saying we shouldn't point that out because it's, you know, damaging so, or that we need different no, words? So no, so it's one of those things where I've had conversations with friends that are sociologists and it's okay. one of those things that if it's, a, if it's a small caveat and it doesn't cost you a lot to make the caveat then why not just make the caveat? It could have very, because again, Josh didn't say anything wrong. Josh hasn't done anything wrong. You haven't done anything wrong. I haven't done anything wrong yet. Nobody's ever wrong. Yeah. Give me some time. I, I may say something wrong during this podcast, but if it's just not like a brief podcast. caveat. Yeah. If it's just a brief caveat that you can just throw out there, what's the harm in just throwing out the brief caveat? Because a lot of times those things matter to some people. What's the caveat? At some point. That I'm you can't obligated. always look at a gay, that you that you can't always look at a gay person and say oh that's a gay person oh okay well that, but see I mean, for me it's, I mean that's that yeah. seems inherent in what he's saying he said you know he's gay but he's not the, he's not he was more masculine like he's basically saying you can't always tell but that's why because queer well, motherfuckers I'm, say gay presenting all the time like niggas know niggas who are gay know you know what I'm saying like that's part of the shit you know oh cool you're this this and that. Maybe you're gay, maybe you're trans, maybe you're non-binary. I, I know that. When I go to an event, I know which niggas is thems, them theys versus he she's. Like I know he's he's and she's. Sorry. But if you try to describe <laughs> it, then it's like, oh, we can't use that word. You're in the wrong. Like it's like a moral fucking issue, or it's like something wrong if you try to describe yeah. something. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's just kind of the yeah. The taxi. Well, I think it's fair it, to but... say the dude wasn't traditionally gay presenting. I feel like that's fair. Yeah, I would have never had that vocabulary. That's too many if words. I anybody, I don't. I mean, if I, if like you say, if I don't know, I don't know. So you don't know. That's I'm sorry. True. Yeah. Um, but and goddamn, like give people fucking grace. I actually try to listen to understand instead of listen to fucking attack people all the damn time. And that's not. I'm not talking about you, but just people in general. No, I agree but, with you. On but that. um, just to get back to my story, and the the reason why I even pointed that out is because he's told me that in having conversations with women and black women. They still want to have babies with them. They still want to date them. So that kind of actually goes, that's counterintuitive to what we were saying before about um, like women not wanting to be with bi men. And he's oh, yeah. not a bi man. Like he is just 100%. Gay. Yeah, he's, he is 100%. Let's see now. I got a feeling if I would have said that <laughs> shit, it would have been wrong. <laughs> it would have been. <laughs> was it the inflection? Did I say it? Did I say it? Like, it's, like, it's like Jewish. Like, you know, like just Jew. I, I said it know. too aggressive. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I just have a feeling if I would have said it, then it would have been an issue. But um, <laughs> and he was kind of like taken aback by it a little bit. He was like, he because he was like, Josh, man, like these women don't care. These women mm. don't care. Like I still get them. I, they still be asking like, oh shoot, man, you want to have a baby with me? You know, stuff like that. Mm. See, two, and I was surprised to hear that. I have two two things that I'm curious about in that. One, do they? How serious are they? You know what I mean? 
Because there's a difference between saying that stuff and being like, no, 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 no. If you wanted to, I would be in a relationship with you. Like that, that kind of stuff. And I'm, I'm very I'm, curious about that, how serious they are. I um, think yeah. he's told me this like on a few different occasions. So I got to assume like it's, this is more than one woman he's heard this from. Oh, I believe that. Yeah. They might have been joking. But at the same time, I'm pretty sure some of them actually like, were serious. Because, you know, a lot of these, a lot, especially uh, black women, like older black women who are still single, not mm. married. Um, mm. It's hard for them to actually find a meaningful relationship. You know, <laughs> and they're they, like, yeah, I'm looking for a beard at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hey, um, you know, they, they're willing to make some compromises to maybe what yeah. they thought traditionally would not have worked for them before. Well, see, that's interesting because then it frames it as a compromise, which kind of uh, lends credence to the initial theory rather than taking away from it. Well, compromise in the sense of if you weren't willing to do something before, but you're willing to do it now. Well, yeah, meaning that that thing was a negative before that you're willing to now tolerate mm. over time. You know what I'm saying? Which means that mm. it was initially a negative. Um, I got you. But that said, I mean, I do think that like a lot of these Twitter conversations, TikTok arguments and shit are arguments about shit that isn't even really a problem. Like, I don't even know that bisexual short broke niggas are really having as much trouble dating as they pretend to have in my estimation i i don't think it's as i don't think it's nearly as much of a problem like i don't think gold digging whores and women who don't date by men and women who don't date short men is nearly as much of a problem as people pretend like it is that's my view i will say in the context of that you're probably right because women definitely date short short men all the time statistically they have to yeah and exactly yeah most, you don't have a choice almost yeah and almost no woman is a gold digger like That's most men saying. don't have enough money to gold dig on exactly so, exactly what you worried about a gold a, a gold digger bro you don't even have a copper mine. Like, what are you talking about? You're what? What are you mad at? So, that's exactly. yeah. That's my view on a lot of that stuff. It's just like, I think I think a lot of it is like an imagine. Like, there's an imagining of a situation, and then people are mad at that imagined situation, or they want they want the other half of a story that they can't provide the first half of. You know what I'm saying? They want the trophy wife, but they ain't the prize. You know what I mean? So it's like, stay in your lane. If you want a bad bitch, that's part. That's one half of an equation. You just want the thing. You want the the pot of gold, but you don't want the rainbow kind of a situation. I don't. I don't get it. Like, it's plenty of regular ass working women who have real jobs, and they make more than you, because that's been the trend any goddamn way. And they are more than happy for you to move into their goddamn home and pay fucking thirty five percent of the bills. This is so many of them. Like, but you want the Kim K's. You want that girl. So then you're mad that she wants a ball a ball player. Like, what? Yeah. That's real. That's how I think that shit goes. That's how I think that shit goes. What do you say about these women who are on an average level, but they want a Kanye West, uh, Jay Z type of I, nigga, I, just or you know, just a, uh, not even like on that magnitude of a level, but just like you. a nigga with money that's going to spoil them with Dior and you know. I also we think that we on our Kevin yeah. Samuel shit today. I also mm -hmm. think Kevin Samuels is he's he's honestly I don't fuck with Kevin Samuels. I think that he the more and more I watch of his shit, and maybe it's like there's a megaphone in front of him that isn't directly in his control that represents like him differently than he really is. Yeah. But it does seem like his entire brand is built on uh, telling black women that they suck, and it's just like ah, I don't. This doesn't seem 
productive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, and there's like a very much a power complex to to the way that he does things, and he references a whole bunch of like red pill ideology, like speaks about it frequently. The whole thing is just a little bit off to me. That said, or in addition to that. I don't think that most of the most women are in that position anyway. Uh, I don't think. I mean, I could be wrong. I don't know what the you know. I just have my little filter bubble on my life, but I don't think. I think the women that call into his show are a very small minority of women, um, both in ideology, but even of those women, in action, most of them aren't even how, how they would like or like are saying they are. You know. Yeah. Mm. So like. So in, in, in that last, in regards to your last point, you're saying that women might say, oh, I need to find me a baller. I need to find me a man that's going to pay all my bills. They'd actually, they actually, they're not really about it. Like, they don't really mean it because they know damn yeah, well. They, they ain't about you know. that life. They would like to, yeah. just like every, I mean, yeah. like, because every, every dude is like, oh, I would like, I would like da-da-da-da-da. You know who he's going home to, and that's fine. Yeah. So I, I, I think, you know, they're calling in going, well, what could I do to get this? And I do think that some of them are entitled and do feel that they, deserve who they're attracted to without being attractive and that i will say is is nonsense i do see too much of that but i don't think it's i don't think it's a ton of people like like how kev is making it seem yeah it's it's statistically it's it almost never happens you're talking about you're talking about like the the upper the upper like two percent you know what i'm saying like most of us are like regular motherfuckers and we get with other regular motherfuckers and it works out just fine um so yeah. yeah i i would i would very much agree with eddie we are here regular and we know we're regular and it's fine like yeah i think i, th- I think there's just it's it's this culture war shit you know what i mean all these gold digger whores all these men ain't shit you know you can sell tickets like that you know if he can if he can make a youtube ad that says you know modern women are x y and z and they're the reason that you're depressed and blah 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 it's like okay that sells i don't know if it, if it reflects reality i mean right nah but I will say, though, I've definitely gotten in, like, semi-trouble talking about the fact that I think people need to stay in their lane or change their lane, you know, or switch gears or whatever. Like, if you, if, you don't, if you don't find yourself attractive and you find that you're not attracting the people that you want, then you need to either adjust who you are or adjust what you want. Learn to settle or level up. Those are your two options. This complaining yeah. shit I don't think is useful. However... I do think the whole body positivity thing is maybe the wrong approach to some of this shit. I don't want to be problematic. Oh, please do, man. Come, come just... on, bro. This is our podcast. I'm, we say nigga, what the fuck I'm, we want to say. Finna, I'm finna be problematic, yeah. so you might as well go ahead. We, and... It's already, oh, it's already nah, but nah, When we was talking about this whole, all the, you know, all the straight, gay, and bi shit, Nah, we walking on next hills, but not women and body positivity. Nah, this is a safe space for the fuckery. I looked you dead in your eyes on this podcast as you said the LGBTQ uh, dollar sign hashtag ampersand crowd, and I didn't say shit about it, so let it fly. Hey, man, it's a lot of characters in that thing, man. Hey, we we stand the element of P crowd. We we love them. We love them. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um. So okay, so like okay, so you mean like in 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 regards to. For just for example, say Lizzo <laughs> shaking her ass, have just walking that walking around, just bare assed. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. That, like that would be a perfect example. Just like, oh my yeah. god, this body positivity. She's fucking beautiful. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, why aren't you attracted to this? <laughs> you know, okay. So I I don't necessarily think that people are like trying to guilt us into liking uh, women that we're not attracted to that much. I mean, uh, nah, nah, maybe you're right, but. I think it's like body positivity is about saying that all bodies are beautiful, all bodies are sexy, and I think that that's the totally ass backwards way of approaching shit. Like, I agree. 
because one is not true is never going to be true it's just not possible there will always be some sort of a hierarchy for beauty even if we say fat women is what it is then skinny women won't be what it is like that's it's just not possible i think i mean you can i guess you can spread the distribution and shit but there's always going to be somebody ugly in society just because that's just what culture is but the other thing is like let niggas be ugly like let people be ugly like what exactly. we're, we're framing that as like the primary value in society like homegirl is a fucking neurochemical rocket engineer or whatever the fuck why does she also have to be a 10 out of 10 like just let her be regular is my is yeah. my viewpoint so i 100 percent agree with you but again just adding the caveat the caveat with that is if you're an ugly man, society tends to allow you to level. For example, you can be ugly as shit and you can still pull supermodel XYZ if you're rich enough. You can be short and you can still do you, you so ain't even society gotta be... typically Exactly. You really you, really you ain't even gotta, gotta be so. rich to pull no bad looking. Yeah, you just gotta be a hundred thousand there. Exactly. You can be able to yeah, have a little album be, money yeah. and you can get somebody. Yeah, so it really it really comes down to the fact that like society hasn't historically allowed women to have the same leveling mechanisms that men have had available to them so i under, even though i agree with you and i think that we should strive for a society where your inherent value as a woman isn't what you look like uh for history that's been the case so i understand the body positivity movement in that context they're working with what they with what they've been like historically forced to work with yeah, um, but I one hundred I one hundred percent agree with you. You're, I'm not. Yeah, absolute. I'm not gonna say it's like oh, it's the fault of women, but it just it does kind of seem like it's falling back into the same initial trap because I've seen people talk about this a lot, where it's like, mm, you're what you're doing is is reaffirming that like your sexuality and your sexual desirability to the male gaze, and I know I'm not the talking head to be saying all this shit, but like your 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 ability to mold yourself into the pro, into a product for the male gaze is like where your value comes from and that seems like it doesn't really solve the problem like oh lizzo's disrespected because she's fat okay well if she shakes her ass in a sexually provocative way and people want to have sex with her then we can look at the people shaming her for that and say that's wrong and then we go this is body positivity and it's like mm, i don't know that being sexier is the solution to all problems uh, i and, like that take and also when it comes to just regular people, like not necessarily people who are thirst trapping online, but also just in terms of surviving day to day, your your own feelings, um, I've become a big fan of the the body neutrality concept, like that you can just live your life and you're not trying to self care and glow up and level up physically as a way to be okay in the world. You're just like, yo, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm not saying I have to love my body. I'm not saying I have to be big and beautiful. I'm not saying I have to be bald and, you know, and brash or whatever it is. My body is a very, very small part of me and I am neutral on it. I'm worried about other shit. And I, and I agree with that. And to take it even a step further, it's, I, I often preach to actually look at the reality of your situation, right? Mm. So a lot of times when we're having even body positivity conversations or conversations about overarching standards of beauty, in the everyday life of most people that honestly doesn't really matter because like think about think about do, do this exercise okay. do this exercise think about the ugliest person in your in your definition of what that means think about the ugliest person you know no yeah that you know <laughs> okay because I was oh, I just making up a mix of potato head in my... <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were like, no, no I'm not going to do it. Oh. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. no. <laughs> like, damn. Yeah. 
I'm not trying to traumatize myself. That motherfucker is ugly as hell. <laughs> I've been trying to forget that shit for weeks. <laughs> okay, so what's the second part? <laughs> yeah. But think about the ugliest person that you know. That person has had multiple has likely had multiple relationships. That person probably has like at least a few suitors coming after them. Like in the reality of the situation, even if you're not like society's beauty standards, you still usually have options. For Especially women, yes. That's what for I was going to say. Women, yes. For men, no. Oh man, definitely if you're a man, because you can level in so many fucking different ways. There's so many ugly motherfuckers uh, that are six four. But that's not. But that's, see. But that's what I'm saying. That's an ugly one with a fat ass. Like this. There's, there's a lot of bald, ug, all the way ugly niggas, and b- access to lots of money is very rare. It's a lot of ugly niggas that are not that do not fall into the category of what you just said. I don't well, even think you like to the to the point we just brought up. You don't even got to have a lot of money to be wanted for your yeah. money, man. You could be you could be you could be a multi thousandaire, and somebody gonna think that's a lot of money. That is true. That is true. And, that is true. And I think Eddie, you might be putting too much emphasis on the money aspect because, like, I would say, like, you can level up in so many that's different ways other true. than just money. No, I'm like, not. You could be uh, a great. Let me uh-huh. let me. I'm not saying that there aren't very very ugly people on both sides who do fine. I'm yeah, just man. saying the the hypothetical he gave. Think of the ugliest person you know, and I bet that they have X Y Z. I'm saying no, I I disagree. Some people who fall in that category very much do, and it is possible. But he's implying it's true for every single one. I'm saying no, it's not. It's a lot well, of ugly niggas that are not person. getting none, and they're having a horrible time. I would argue that it might not be because just because they're ugly. Like they're also yeah. very like physically attractive like men and women that aren't True. necessarily always True. play for various True. reasons too. That's that I'm, saying that, to I'm saying that your ugliness doesn't like automatically preclude you from yes, having from dating yes no yeah. that's very true that's yeah. very true that goes and, back to that incel conversation we had a long time ago yeah yeah i mean that's that's basically what was at the back of my head when i was saying that stuff but um but even even beyond that it's like or, or just to add on to that i think i'm very fascinated with the, the idea of being neutral towards your body and like not even framing it around dating like i'm an excellent gardener and i love my work and i have great friends and like starting like building way more of yourself around that as opposed to, yeah, I'm fat, but I can get a girl or yeah, I can get a guy or whatever. Um, just because so much of the internet seems to be very obsessed with like makeup and hair and hairlines and abs and asses and being beautiful and glowing up and being ugly, hot and hot, ugly and cute, ugly and this and that. And, you know, even if you're ugly, like even that has been like co-opted into framing your value around how attractive you are like even if you're ugly it's like okay i'm ugly but what brand of ugly can i make can i look like i'm a writer can i be grunge can i add a tattoo can i get people to you know that kind of shit if you're fat cool all right i'm fat well how can i turn this into okay let me focus on my ass can i do this let me use the makeup let me and it's like no matter what you are it's everything is about what's the value of your body and what's your value of the body on the sexual market and it's like mm. Wouldn't it be great if we could if we could spend some time thinking about all the other shit that human beings do? That would be fantastic. That would be phenomenal. But however, <laughs> it's people still like eye candy. I'll just I'll say that like they like to look at True. something that is aesthetically pleasing to the senses. That's a fact. That's the SBA. You know. Yeah. Um. I like to look at it so much I can't look at it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I feel you. All right. I, I didn't get that, but... um. Yeah, me neither. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I like looking I like at it so much, I'd be like... I, I, <laughs> right. I was like, 
Yo, I, I, I like eye candy so much that I'd be like white people around hors d'oeuvres at a dinner party. I'd be like, oh, oh my God, get these away from me. That's that's my whole view on eye candy. Uh, you, I'm you like, like nah, sweets. Yeah. You it's love a, sweets so much, but you know you can't eat them. Like, oh, exactly. no, I can't do it. Keep okay. these away. Oh, get it okay. away from me. Oh, goodness. Yeah, Maybe man. one more. Yeah. No, if I, if I, I've like, my view is if I'm following somebody, because you, you follow a lot of artistic folks. And a lot of artistic folks also toss in a lot of thirst trappy type shit as well. Mm-hmm. I just unfollow. Like I'm just like, cool, love your content, not interested. Uh, I I don't need this problem. Yeah, it's too. That's like an, okay. So oh, I had a quick. Which sucks because I've had to unfollow some very good creators. Well, yeah, that's you can't mute them. Well, well then that, that that's the purpose. Yeah, that defeats the purpose. Yeah, but um, but the good thing about that is though, is beauty is still subjective. And the thing that helps uh, less attractive people out is that just because I might find someone um, not that attractive doesn't mean the next man will. Like, doesn't mean that he can't see this person's that's beauty. A fact. So that's I mean, the, I think between the, the three of us, we probably got the whole. We got, probably got like eighty percent of the market covered in terms of taking. Oh, it's I mean, a big, it's a big we market, man. It's, it's, yeah. it's a big market, bro. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. Yo, um, um, just speaking of like thirst trapping and shit like that, how, how do y'all feel about y'all girls thirst trapping? Your, your your girl. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> just just flat simple, no explanation. I don't care. Okay. Is there any is there any limits or caveats you'd like to add to that? Nope. Okay. Just don't give a fuck. Nope. So how you feel so about sh- say uh, an OnlyFans account? Not a problem. Yeah, the 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 only okay as long as it's an OnlyFans that's like showing like I don't care. As opposed to, like a sexual act being performed. Oh, like she's just showing her toes, or that or her body. Shit. I don't, I don't like, or if she's showing her body, I don't care. But like, they're only fans where like people like fucking on camera, like that. That may be a line, but it's yeah, but it's I don't, yeah, I don't. Okay, care. wait. So when you say fucking on camera, you mean a human being? Well, or an animal? I mean, or a toy, or a toy. Well, like that's what I'm, tra- I'm trying to clarify his line. Herself. Okay, okay, okay. Oh, like I don't I, like I, I legitimately don't care. I will I will specify if you're not having sexual intercourse because I don't I don't I don't consider a toy having sexual intercourse. It's, okay, it's masturbation. Um, so you're saying I don't care. I don't, I don't, I you don't only care. start to maybe care if she's sucking another nigga's dick on camera. That's where you start to kind of be uncomfortable. No, that's that's where I am uncomfortable. It's not kind okay. Of sort of, <laughs> that's where I'm I like, drop my line, buddy. Because I'm like, that's just cheating plus a film crew. Like that's a weird right. line. <laughs> cheating plus an audience. <laughs> that doesn't even have anything to do with OnlyFans. Like yeah, witnesses, <laughs> goddamn. <laughs> but but yeah, that, that, that's that's why that's why when you when you bring up OnlyFans because that content is on OnlyFans. That's what I have to clarify for. Okay, you. so like, only if she's not physically fucking care. another person, you're cool. Okay, Dang. so, and I just want to, I'm just feeling around. I'm not trying to poke holes in you. And I mean, yes, I am. So if she were using a toy and doing acts that her fans had requested and paid for, is saying names, that kind of thing, is that, or fine, not a problem? No, okay. So, okay, okay. From a, from a, from a, well, there, there's the caveat. The only caveat I will say with that is we're probably not going to be together term. no more <laughs> no, no. no but i no i have a big I have a, <laughs> he said bitch you can do whatever you want single you you're no, a single lady no, you can absolutely do what you want you don't no, have a that's, man that's not, even what I mean. that's, that's not even what i mean it's the fact it's the fact that 
even though the even though the trend even though the trends are like moving in the right direction in regards to that and like i could i could definitely sell it there are definitely ways that i could spend that but it's hard to sell politically if i'm not already you know what i mean like that's hard to sell politically oh i think that'll change though i i do too but yeah but depending on like the the lay of the land when i decide to make that jump then that's a consideration Mm -hmm. but Outside of that, if if like I wake up tomorrow and don't ever want to do that, then yeah, I legitimately don't give a fuck. I think it's totally Damn. doable, especially because I don't know where you want to run, but I feel like there's, bro, in twenty twenty one, there's room to, to to if you hit the right city, if you hit the right crowd, you know, Trump did it for sure, and there's tons. Yeah, I could I could totally Schwarzenegger did he's it. Also, like it's doable. He's also white, you know what I mean? So that is like, true. That is very true. That is very that is a good point. I hadn't really conceptualize that yeah. it might be harder to get black voters which is who, who you're going to need yeah. um with that type of energy yeah. as long I as she's black wish. though if you dated a white porn star that then that you don't have no market yeah that'd be a yeah yeah my only that's my only caveats so yeah. how about you josh well first off i would like to say i wish I wish I was as unbothered and unpressed as Alvin is. I thought you was finna say, I wish a bitch would, because that's what I'm thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Okay, so, well, when it comes to, it depends, like, there's, and and, and it's definitely, like, there are some negative, I don't, well, yeah, there are some, like, I guess what you would call, like, negative emotions, and I guess I could blend that to, like, pride and ego, Mm. where I don't, would not want my lady just shaking ass and twerking and just like showing a whole bunch, like just thirst trap pictures. Like I, I'm not, I'm not real. I'm not into that. You know what I'm saying? I won't, I don't want my lady to pre- be out there presenting herself to the internet, you know, with this image. Um, so, but at the same time, um, if it was kind of tasteful, like if she just like, you know, was in a bikini, you know, she could get a little something sexy, like every now and then, like, you know, I'm cool with that. But if this is like some shit that you just do, I'm not I'm I'm not really that cool with that. Like I don't I you know, I wanna I want a lady in the streets and a freak in the sheets, not a freak in the streets and a freak in the street and the industry. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say in a lady. Industry. I thought you I thought you was gonna say I don't want a freak in it. the streets and a lady in the sheets. I thought you was gonna just like reverse yeah. the sheets. <laughs> Which is true. No. You know, that would be Which that would suck, bro. That'd be worse if she's a hoe on Front Street and just terrible, just like demure <laughs> yeah. in bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, like she's just I mean, petting yeah. the top of your penis instead of giving you a yeah, handy. Yeah. And Eddie's talked about this on his podcast before, and I think that we need to understand that that stance is one hundred percent fine. You know that it's like if if your partner is doing something that makes you feel insecure. Eddie, please jump in if because I'm trying to paraphrase. I'm thinking hmm. back on like stuff that you said before. But it's like if your partner's doing something that makes you feel insecure, your partner shouldn't within the within the confines of not being you know abusive or overly controlling of things of that nature. If it's just like simple shit, why would you not want your partner to be secure in your relationship? You know what I mean? And it's yeah. also the fact that like it's also a natural response for people to feel insecure about certain things. So it's like kind of maybe meet in the middle you know what i mean so i like i don't yeah. think it's and i, I think people just don't want to have a, like an honest conversation about what monogamy really is like I, I don't think people really want to have that conversation because it's so codified in our society it's it because it's the norm we don't want to discuss what it really is and what it really is is a no compete clause what you're saying is i want to die with someone 
And so uh, it's two things. I want to die with someone. So I want you to make a promise that you're going to limit the options that you have to leave me. And two, I draw my value from my sexual prowess and desirability to the extent that you want me exclusively. Those are the two only fucking reasons that anybody is ever monogamous. And we don't want to admit that that's the case because they sound very unhealthy because arguably maybe they are. But that's why everybody is monogamous. So when you break it down to that, anything that threatens either one of those things for any reasonable person within certain bounds is going to cause insecurity and it is valid to cause insecurity. If I feel like, or if I do, if I, if I do something to make you feel that you have to compete with other women to maintain the relationship with me, I am violating the norms around monogamy. Simple as that. I, I guess we real, we also have to give credence to, there are people just like Alvin who don't care anything about that, like who actually encouraged their woman sure. to, to, you know, oh, yeah, baby, you look good. Yeah, you should twerk your ass a mo- little more. Make that left cheek do that thing, you know, again. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they'll be, like, cheerleading for their partner. So it also does go from person to person. But I think most, for most couples, I don't, I don't I'm not sure how comfortable man or woman or, you know, same sex, same sex, like, you, they, they, they would be with their partner putting themselves on front street like that. Yeah, I mean, and I, and I think that would be, I think it's like everybody is cool, like, almost everybody is cool with, I don't want to say this, Everybody is cool with with walking the line. Nobody wants their partner to walk the line, more or less. And we all should make sure that we don't walk around that line. But if you're the one who's who stands to make a shit ton of money and, let's be honest, gain a bunch of attention through that avenue, of course you're going to want to do that by whatever means you can. And I, I really don't blame you. I think it's just a matter of finding a partner who can, who can feel secure in that. Absolutely. Um, but if you reverse it, I don't think most women would have would be all right with their men man sending dick pics to people. And then it gets into the argument and I've heard this talking to a few women that the money makes it different. Like if your man was sending dick pics but wasn't having sex with another woman, but if he was sending dick pics that were invited and solicited by this woman for free, most almost all women would consider that to be cheating. But the argument is that somehow if you add money to it, if he's being paid and he doesn't actually have desire, that that makes it different. Because think about OnlyFans. If you were to remove the money aspect, it vi- like all of a sudden it's vi- like to say that an act is not cheating because there's money seems I could see it, but it's like you got you got to at least acknowledge how absurd that is and how much how strange of a point is that, that that you're making. Because if your girl was sending Josh pictures that she would post on OnlyFans. For no money, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I would have to assume that that would be cross a line for you, Alvin. Um, Though maybe not. I don't know. See, see, I take your point, but then it just becomes weird for me because now you're putting faces that I know. With yeah, you. yeah. Sorry, like, sorry. I shouldn't. I shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. Alvin. <laughs> <laughs> see, Alvin over there getting mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be careful not to do that t- that type of shit. Yeah, um, yeah just a person. Now, oh God, nigga, you better. Now you I can't know divorce, something, nigga. Tell me. Yeah. <laughs> now I can't divorce this shit from it. This <laughs> uh, nigga Eddie playing no, mind but, games, bro. He knows some shit. No. <laughs> no, but it's like I think I think it definitely gets to the point where then you have to discuss like sex work as a valid profession you know what i mean because that's okay. ultimately what it what it comes down to so like if you're if you're engaged in like the professional aspect of it 
I do think that on some layer, I definitely think there's some difference between like a professional aspect of it, even if that professional aspect of it involves your body versus you doing something on your own time. I feel like I feel like that if you apply that rule to any profession, like I feel like it's a big difference between like me asking a friend for legal advice versus like, you know, like a friend like charging somebody their hourly fee. Like, I feel like that's different. I feel like that's a different level of something. Mm. And I'm not, and I'm not sure how to tease it out. I, I, like, I'm not going to pretend like I know exactly how to tease that out because yeah. I don't. But I, but I do think there's a layer of. of there's something there. There's something there. I mean, look, I don't. I definitely don't know the answer here, and I'm very torn on this. But I, so I guess I just throw something out. I don't have an argument. I don't think that people can turn their brains off and their emotions off in those moments. Um, so when a therapist is talking to a person, they're not a computer. They are taking on emotion in that moment like when when somebody's a social worker they come home and it is emotionally exhausting you, you can't turn those things off you do feel empathy and have emotions to the people that you work with even if you're being paid to do so and i would say that applies in sex work just as much as everything else and the idea that this sex is somehow fundamentally not the same thing as what we do at home i i don't i don't buy it i don't so know new, because new, news no, go ahead, Josh. I, I was just gonna say like real quick because um I've seen like documentaries with porn stars mm. and how they talk about how it actually is different. Like a lot of the times okay, they'll be like, it's just like, it's, it's acting. And then like, it's just like just a fucking thing just going in and out of your vagina. Like there's no chemistry, no connection. Like there's just mm. something just in and out of your vagina. Like, and that's, that's it. But you know, yeah. of course, on the other hand, they do have sometimes you know, sometimes you, you actually do have really good days, you know? I don't yeah. say it, you know what I mean, but if it's anything it over than one percent of the time it being good, I would say proves my point. Like I'm not saying all of it is. I'm saying if any amount other than zero is, then that is an issue. And then even even with like the example you do, and I'm trying, and I'm and I'm I'm using an example to convey a larger point, just like I feel like you were using an example to sure. convey a larger point. But with social work. Or stuff like public defenders as a person who's done that yes. kind of work, you one hundred you one hundred percent get sad as it may seem. And I'm sorry to point that out to no, a no, lot of people. No, no, go for it, go for it. But you do get to a point where like all of that shit is just like numbers. Where it's just mm -hmm. like you like like I'm looking like I'm looking at a name on a piece of paper, I'm not even seeing a person sometimes. Yeah. Most of the time, in fact. Okay. Like it's like like I got to a point I got to a point like working where like people would tell me shit and I'm like this motherfucking criminal is everybody just fucking lying. All this fucking criminogenic thinking. Like nothing mm. you just told me was a, was the fucking truth. Like you're just a fucking liar. Like you know what I'm saying? And like that's sad to say, but like people can 100% like get to be divorced point. from something. Get to a point where like you are basically like a computer, where like you're just computing shit. Like that's based just, on like okay. what you're saying. So I 100% understand that that sex workers can do the same thing. Yeah, that's just that's just becoming jaded. But, okay, so then I got two questions. One, do you get to the point where you see no one as a person? And two, did that take time for you to get to that point? Not no one, but it was it was a very small percentage, and it took a long time. And those two things together, I feel like if I if 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 my if if your girl was like, "Yo, I've been cheating on you consistently for the past six years, but I only enjoyed the first two of them." That don't make you feel no better. So my view is like, yeah, sure, that can eventually happen. But for a lot of it, I don't think that it is. And then even when it does get to that point, there's still some percentage of you that's connecting to what is happening. So 
Yeah, I, I, just, I just don't buy the fact that these that and like I'll think about actors and stuff like that. I think actors is like a less hot button like thing. Them motherfuckers, they're connecting, they're getting chemistry, they're feeling emotions. Yes, they're turning it off to some extent, but they enjoy that attention. Like I, I don't buy. Oh, it doesn't. Care. It's kind of like when niggas say, "Oh, she didn't mean anything to me. It was just sex." It's like that ain't true. That ain't true enough to be true. Good. Yeah, I agree with your overall point. I agree with your overall point. In the past, I would have probably been where Alvin is. Now I think I'm where Josh is, just off my observation of what I think, how people actually do relate to their own sexuality in those moments. So what am do I? What am, I'm? Oh, I was just I'm wondering if you had any thoughts that you. I was wondering if you had any thoughts that you had that you had yet to express. Um, no. All right, cool. Well, then I'm gonna hit this. Ne- I'm gonna hit this next topic real quick. Would you rather <laughs> lose your meat or lose your feet? Meat or the feet? My meats or the feet? Damn. Well, I could always get both, new both? feet. Yeah, both feet, man. Not a foot. Like no, man. no, no. Feet. Well, foot doesn't rhyme with meat. I mean, foot. You know what I'm saying? Hmm. That's a good point. You can get new feet. That is actually an exceptional point. I hadn't thought of this when I wrote that down. Yeah. Well, that pretty much answers it for me. Yeah. I hadn't even thought about that, honestly, because <laughs> I was like, I was really weighing it. I was like, oh, well, I like walking. I like running like there, you know, back to my previous point. Sexuality isn't everything. I want to be a well-rounded and full human being. And you kind of need feet to do that, not to be ableist, but it helps a lot um dick less so but i could pop some prosthetics on yeah yeah i would oh because you could get a prosthetic dick but i mean but that's it would just be i mean what the fuck is the point of that like know? that's yeah that don't do yeah, nothing so that I dick mean, does <laughs> <laughs> that, that don't do shit for me you could get yeah, that shit not the same man that make that me a lesbian at that point that right. don't do that don't do a goddamn thing for me yeah it could always for sure man Shoot, you could goddamn get that fuck master nine thousand, goddamn, bro. Well, that don't have Hooked nothing to, to do your with body. Me. I'm not young, ma. That don't have nothing to do with me. <laughs> How the fuck do I look getting a blowjob on a dick with no nerves in it? Come on, no thank you. Somebody gonna call you young ma on the comments on this one. You gonna you didn't brought that shit on yourself, bro? Hey, probably. Oh. I mean, I young ma yeah. is definitely more manly than me, so I'm. <laughs> that's a compliment. <laughs> I aspire to be as much of a man as she is. Oh, that's a real nigga right there. That's a grown ass man right there, bro. <laughs> you know what's crazy? They used to try and have her like be in a dress, and that shit makes me very sympathetic to the plight of gender nonconforming people. Cause some of that shit is. Cr- Can you imagine young Ma in a dress? I don't want to see that. I, I, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to see that. Can you imagine how just crazy that like? They she were, got like, a the, chopper the, underneath that bit, like just kind of <laughs> <laughs> with that voice, just you know, just grisly as hell. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nah, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm good on that. Yeah, the record Dang. label tried to pr- tried to pressure her into that shit, and it's just like because they were trying to sell her as like a female rapper, you know what I mean? So they were Man. trying to find the brand, you know, push her more. Um, Nicki Minaj than Queen Latifah, you know, and it's just like I thought that was gonna work, and then also just to to be it, because can you imagine as a man getting that kind kind of pressure? It's just or any, anything in that vein, which is why I'm very sympathetic to letting, and I don't know because I'm not a child developmental what you call it, but letting little kids choose how they gender express. I'm 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 
open to that idea. I think a lot of niggas aren't. I say early as you want. I say early as you want. That's that's I'm 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 at least open to it. I say one, two, three, four, five. Let them let them explore. I yeah, I get it. But okay, would you? Oh, okay. So how do you feel about letting your child choose their sex? Like 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 surgical. They're like yeah. Like if I wanted to, if your child was like five years old and say, Dad, I want to be a and they're and a boy and like Dad, I want to be a girl. Oh, vice versa. The only reason I say no is just because we haven't worked all the science out of the kinks, like the, the kinks out of the science, like hypothetically cool, but the technology is garbage. Like it's still, it's like 2008 level plastic surgery. Like we don't, it's not, if you could, if we could like, if we were living in like cyberpunk Blade Runner times where you could just switch and change your body and chop and change it with minimal issues and it's like works well, then I would say yes, but that's not where we are. So, so I would say no, and I don't. And honestly, I don't think there's a lot of people but, arguing. Like, I don't think there's a lot of people arguing that they want to give to get their five year old on HRT. I, I don't think there's a ton of people arguing that. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's one of those those Twitter conversations that comes up exactly really, like like all the time. And I talk about the point one hundred percent when I knew that I liked women, and it was very fucking early. Like I was watching the fucking Tony Braxton video. <laughs> and it's for yeah bro tony braxton she had on this fucking like white like bodysuit yes. and i was like what the i, what I could not have, <laughs> i could not have been older than five i could yes. not have mm-hmm. been older than five and i was like god damn that's some whoa shit i don't know what i'm looking at but i like I it i want it i don't know exactly. what this is i don't know what it is yeah. what are these feelings yeah yeah, so I'm like, I I know that kids can. I'm not saying all kids do, but I'm saying I know kids for a fact can form like you know like of certain things about sexual yeah. identity very yeah. fucking early. Absolutely, you you that that's yeah. The the whole argument of like how can you be gay at five is like nigga, we was straight at five. Like what are you talking about? Like that's you what I'm we, you know what I'm saying? That's so, true. Yeah. I was right. straight as shit at five, and I remember I remember that moment. Absolutely. Like I was in my fucking grandma's room. Because it was the only place where we had cable and we was watching videos. And I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. So I have no issue with that. And which is which is the same thing why I say about gender gender identity. Like if your little five-year-old assigned male at birth child wants to wear a dress, I think the only the only actual issue with it is the extent to which the society they grow up in is going to be oppressive. That And that's the main impact of, of, of those decisions. Because if we say anybody can wear anything, then the only impact is how they want to like live their life and them having to find their own identity, not having to worry about if somebody going to fuck them up at school, bully them. And I, and I understand that that goes into parents' minds as well. Like, hey, my son, you need to be cautious of what you're doing, not because I have an issue with it, but because we don't live in a world that accepts fully. But otherwise, we let little girls wear dresses. So we can't talk about it being an age thing. Like we already let kids express their gender and explore their gender and say, if you if your girl wants to wear the green dress instead of the pink dress, we allow that. So we already been doing that. Yeah. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to say I don't I don't think I would be comfortable with allowing my child to make that that decision mm. because they their brains aren't even formed yet. Like they, you know, like they don't they don't know. Like they don't they don't know yet. If you if later on down the line, like you know, if you want to do it they don't down the line like you know my child is my child i'm gonna love my child like regardless so you know cool but i'm not about to let no goddamn six-year-old 
make no life drastic life changing decision. Oh wait, wait, which thing are we talking about now? Oh, I'm talking about the. Uh, I guess snip, I, I, I might have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah like, oh yeah. If he gonna be gay, let him be gay, but don't cut his dick off. Oh yeah, yeah, I agree. That's yeah. I, at least but for that's now. What I was, that's the question I was asking you, though. But you was just like, man, yeah. oh, I mean, yeah, I would do it. But the, no, the no, technology no, 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 just no, no, isn't no. there yet. Because that was the question I was asking. No, no, okay. So, so well, no, I, and, and I still mean that. But the technology isn't there, which is why my answer is the same as yours. But if it were, then I would say yes. If it were, which is not. It's, it's 50, 100 years off from being there. The, the reasoning behind the answer between me and you is different, though. That might be true. I mean, but I guess because it seems like yours is based on the fact that it's life altering and that they don't know yet. My whole point yeah. is I don't think that a kid needs to like we're all in the process of like figuring out and constructing our identities from a very, very early age. You see a Tony Braxton video in white at five and you're then constructing your concept of your ideal woman and who you who you need to be as an ideal man to get that ideal woman. And you're doing that for 20, 30, 40, 70 years until you die. So children already do that straight out the womb. I have no issue with that. The problem is you get surgery at six and you can't undo that. You can't reverse it. It's never going to be the same. That is then an issue. But if you could, if you go, look, I'm 18 and you know what? I think I want to, I think I want to want to be a dude now. If the surgery is like that, not an issue. I'm with you on that. You know, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's but a, but yeah. you ain't with me. <laughs> It's, it's 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 a little tough. It's a little yeah. tough um, because it's like sure. Um, I think it's way easier. I think it's way easier to discuss whether or not you know like stuff like wearing dresses because that I feel like just based on like you know having you know six nephews and like myself, there's lots of things that like wouldn't necessarily like be considered traditionally masculine that we all did and like didn't really make one difference or another we just did what we what we gravitated towards like what we enjoyed mm. and it was just like it kind of didn't matter i do think though that there's and i don't even know the context of how you started the sentence but i do think i like what i'm thinking of is you know putting on your mother's heels that that kind of like cloud of things is that what we're kind of talk, thinking about in that vein yeah in that vein i would say the thing yeah. is though but we very quickly get sanctioned for those behaviors like even if it's lightly even if it's not you know little boosy level abusive shit we get sanctioned for it and are slowly trained in another direction. We're, we're not actually freely exploring. We're exploring with guidelines. Oh, cool, he's six. But if you're still doing it at 10, boy, take your mother's shoes off. Maybe not aggressive, not not being hit, not, not throwing out an F-bomb at you, but just, yeah. hey, that behavior isn't appropriate for what I've decided you are. And you don't even know what you are yet. You know you're called a boy. You don't, know, you don't exactly know yeah. what that means in the grand scheme of America, but... You go, oh, that's, I'm not supposed to do that, you know? To your point, I will say that I was never, and like, even like with little stuff like that, like I was never like scalded even lightly and neither were my nephews. My sisters were always very good about that. But to your point, um, society will do stuff. You know yes. what I mean? Like, and again, that was never an issue with me because I've always, even within the context of whatever, I've always been like a traditionally masculine like person, you know, more or less. But how do so, you how do you even construct what traditional masculinity looks like? Is it a pure coincidence think, or think, is it? I think a lot of it comes like societally, like you know what I mean. Like even if like you have like to your point, even if you have like the world's most open, free form, like liberal parents, and they're like open to you exploring or whatever, society is going to impose stuff on you outside of the house, like yeah. regardless. 
Well, yeah, yeah, agreed. And that's how we construct that shit. So, um, yeah, yeah. I say, you know, let motherfuckers do what they're gonna they're gonna do. That's that's my view. But I can see I can see otherwise. You know, I I strongly uh, believe that as a parent, you're you're supposed to parent your child. Agreed. Um, well, yeah, okay, yeah, and, and you know, you got, you you have to set guidelines for your kid. Like you can't. Because it seems like it's like a wave of children trying to tell an adult how to raise them. Like, they know every fucking thing. To be you fair, it's a lot of grown-ass motherfuckers that are doing a horrendous job. You know what You're I'm saying? You're right about that. You know, you 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 are absolutely right about that. And I mean, but at it's the same time... It's the parents time, out here whose children are having to teach them words like empathy and listening and apology. So, facts. I'm kind of on the... It's somewhere in between. I don't think that these adult niggas know what the fuck they're doing. I'm not going to say that because then you you making the because it sounds like you might be making an argument that parents don't know how to parent and raise children anymore when that's not the case. Um I just don't think that they ever did and, and so yeah. Okay, let me let me let me let me put let me qualify that a little bit. I'm just putting giving pushback to the idea that it's absurd, not that you were 100% saying this, but that it's absurd mm-hmm. that children are teaching parents how to parent. My view is that this generation of children and every generation previously grows up with exposure to like better and more empathetic modes of relating to other people. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they do have valuable information to tell their parents how to parent them. And those and parents not, have not been qualified to do so previously. And, and I wasn't talking about those types of parents and being, cause like, I agree with you. Like there are children who are doing a fantastic job of saying, Hey, that's kind of fucked up what you said, you know, you might want to practice some empathy. Like, this is how I should be treated. I'm, I'm all for that. I, I actually applaud that. I love to see, like, smart, forward-thinking kids like that. I'm talking about kids that be on bullshit or, like, just be doing, like, stuff that's ultimately not leading to their greater good, but you're going to sit up here and try to tell the parent, no, you're not going to tell me what to do. I'm a human being. Like, you know what I'm saying? They, they try to act like yeah. they know what's up when they, when they don't, when they, their actions could get them in some serious fucking trouble. That or is, just like yeah, lead it down true. the wrong path. That's what I was referring to. And it's also like, even if like you have a generation of kids that knows a lot more about empathy and like openness and all that stuff, which I firmly agree with. There's the fact that like the adult still almost certainly has more, more experience with society and moving through society and can tell you about how to behave and move through a society the way it is. And that is true. There's a, there is the question of what level of responsibility your parent has to get you prepared to move through society versus moving the needle within society itself via your particular like nuclear family actions, which is kind of a convoluted and highbrow argument. But I no, I see that's... I see what you mean because I but I think if you're doing the f- if you're if you're raising your kid for the world as it is without acknowledging that that's what you're doing, then I think you're doing a shitty job of parenting. Like if you're if you're if you're putting respect, for example, you're putting respectability politics into your black child's head, but you're not saying, "Hey, this is what the world is, and I'm raising you for a dangerous world. It shouldn't be this way. You shouldn't have to do it. But here's what you're going to have to do to get through all of your future yesterdays." That's one thing. But if you're failing to say that and just going, you're black, you need to do X, Y, Z, you're doing a shitty job of parenting. And I and I do think that you need a dose of a younger person who's living in this world, not the world that you grew up in, uh, to tell you how to correct what you're doing, yeah. 
I mean, the ultimate thing with that is, is we should be learning from each other. Because, like, good, like, legit parents, like, some, some real parents, or even just real people will tell you, like, hey, nah, I learn from them all the time. Like, yeah, I'm here to guide them, but they remind me of oh, yeah. of things. They remind me of um, to be patient. Like, they have taught me patience, mm. you know. And then at the same time, it's like I learn from my child every day because, like, I see the world differently now, you know. And, yeah. of course, they le- they should be learning from us. So, I mean, it's, it, it should be a mutual exchange, um, yeah. ideally. And I know I'm, I'm saying all this hippy-dippy whatever the fuck about kids and shit like that, like, and I do think a lot of shit is done wrong, but I do very much agree that you need that guiding factor. And also, I think, you know, children, most of the time, they obey more than they disobey, which I think is something that's not taken into account. Like, when we talk about rebellion and shit like that, like, when you think about how much your rebellious child does what you ask of them relative to what a stranger, a grown adult on the street would do if you asked them to, is like, they tr- they trust you a lot, you know? Almost, almost all kids so and i think i do think that they they need that guidance they need somebody to be like okay well look this is what it's like in the world this is crime this is what jail time is going to be like this is how you you know iron your clothes just that shit you know has value i agree with that <sighs> all right shall we uh shall we close it out for, t- for today is that the vibe i don't know nigga should we like this is your podcast <laughs> no but- man like like we were just saying, we gotta learn mutually. You know what I mean? Eddie Button. Yeah, yeah, Eddie Button. Y'all niggas are in breach of your con- of your contracts. You're both fired. I just want to point out that Joe has, for one, Rory and Maul has uh, released their response to all of that stuff, and it's calling Joe out. Not even like, they they're not even on like that, no neg- no negative bullshit. Mm. Like we're trying to bash him, but like they're just like, no, these are the facts. Like we are asking to see the accounting because we have a percentage. Um, we are percentage partners. Mm. We are we and we are in full right to see that, but whenever anytime we ask to see the actual accounting, it's an issue. Joe called him up, cussing him the fuck out, and I can totally see that because he. Joe, Joe, I think I think Joe is the black Gordon Ramsay. We like excuse what to me seems like actually fucked up behavior because he kind of makes it look funny, but it's like ah, this nigga might be on some bullshit. Really, I don't know. I'm not a big fan. I don't know, but. Bro, I, I, be, I yeah. believe Rory and Maul, man. I believe mm-hmm. them niggas now, man. I, I, I'm like 45 minutes into like the fucking um response video. I, I believe mm-hmm. them niggas, man. Like for real. Yeah, yeah. And then at the same time, on on top of that, Joe has since released an apology to Rory specifically because like because you know he got back on. It's like being. I think he's. I think he might actually be bipolar mm. because he was like when when I looked at it, I was like, ah oh, man, like. It didn't seem that spicy when I was in here, but nigga, like, cause he he was like kind of like backpelling off of what he was saying, um, or not maybe not fully backpelling, but just saying like, um, it was very spicy, and I I actually kind of was wrong for how I was talking to him because he just started going back into in, into the actual friendship, mm. and he was like probably feeling guilt, like damn, like you know, I was foul for I was foul for saying some of that stuff, and he. You know, kind of issued an apology. He was like, maybe I owe an apology to Maul too. Which yeah, it seems kind of spicy. I mean, it's kind of messy that the whole thing is even unfolding in public. Like, I mean, my understanding is they're friends. They also are his, I guess, employees. But like, they're his friends as I understood it first. And him then the and, him and He's called Maul his brother, bro. Like he's called he's called that's that crazy man, to like... me. Yeah, that shouldn't even be. We shouldn't even be knowing about this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's 
it's fucked up. It's fucked up, bro. So I mean, we'll see though, because I mean, I think um they they Roy and Maul have not expressed like any like no no fuck Joe but no fuck anybody else. It's interesting because like, he was sex. very spicy. He was he had some fucking very. them energy. So yeah, but they but they know him though. True. But because they even say like they were naive in a lot of sit in a lot of uh, situations because like this is because they operating because we're friends. They allow themselves to be kind of like naive in the situation. Plus, they know how Joe is, and they've they've been with him this whole time. But when it was turned towards them, and he started talking crazy and sideways yes. to them, it's like, nigga, who am I talking to right now? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Talking to the real him, maybe. Uh, you know, a, a part of him, just one, just one part yeah. of Joe Budden. You know. Yeah. So yeah. I hope they, I hope they, I think, I think they'll, they'll, they'll hash it out. I, I saw Roy like uh, Joe's post. <laughs> The other like a day ago. <laughs> That's kind of romantic. That's weird and funny. <laughs> Little olive branch. <laughs> right. Like I mean, like bro, like you know, because they they not on no fuck you type shit. They just like nah, like you're not about to sit up here and and like defame my character. I mean, but you also have to kind of think like. That's why the shit gets messy in these situations because it's like they don't want to fumble a bag either. You know, I would have to assume like they're. Joe does not give a fuck about fumbling a bag. This nigga will implode his whole own project over a dispute. From what I can tell. Slaughterhouse imploded the whole shit. Everyday struggle. Like, the motherfucker does not give a shit about blowing some shit up because he feels one type of way. Whereas I feel like Maul and Rory maybe are a little bit more even-headed and they're like, we would rather appease this man and keep making these hundreds of thousands of dollars from this project and just let him be a little bit toxic and whatever, which to me kind of poisons it. Like when you're in a situation where you're being kind to someone because they have power over you. It, they specifically stated, especially mm-hmm. Roy, it was never about money. Like they was doing that podcast for free for, for years. Oh yeah. And then but when money started coming in. Yeah, exactly. But even when the money started coming, they kept reiterating, like it was never about money. It's just, you know, there's business sure. to handle. It's a respect thing, but it's also like, you know, if we are percentage partners and if, well, I guess it kind of is about money a little bit because yeah. Maul said, for example, if we sell out 1,500 seats, how am I getting the same pay when we sell out 2,000? Mm-hmm. And if we're percentage partners, okay, well, I just, I just want to see, I just want to see the accounting, like, where's the money going? Yeah. Like, you know, how, how, how is this working? This, you know, yeah, because they're they're asking they're asking all the right questions. Because it's like mm-hmm. you could come up, there could be a scenario where like based on overhead and stuff, where like you make the same thing depending on because you know you sure. have to get like a server like they're like they're they're scenarios. But to their point, Joe wasn't showing them none of that. Like they were just saying, show show me Joe. Like if that's the case, then just show me the numbers. Yeah, and see that, I, that to me still feels like a money thing. Like or or what I'm saying about the whole appeasing someone because they have power over you situation is like they were arguing about a difference based on respect. Like, I don't mind that I'm making the same money. I just want to make sure that we're cool, that you're not fucking me over. And I would hope that you would be willing to show me that. But I also don't want to go from making this to zero. So, yeah, they don't, they're not necessarily saying like, oh, I need more money. But I think Rory and Maul definitely don't want to lose that JBP check to zero. So that makes that that's going to be the main thing that regulates their behavior they're not going to talk crazy to joe because they know joe will blow the whole shit up he doesn't give a fuck he'll do shit like that i just kind of know i mean rory said himself like i mean hell he went i think it was like when the cash app deal finally came through and the team like you know like uh camera uh 
speaker speak screen man Savon, mm. alex they was working a lot and they felt like they were being underpaid like where was like no fuck that like you know what don't pay me i've been i'm straight i've been saving my money up don't pay me and it was a lot of money apparently he was like no put that back into the business mm. and he's having this conversation with uh, joe's manager ian and it was an amicable conversation. It was a great conversation. You know, that's this is what Roy's saying. And uh, that's when Joe called him. It was like, who the fuck are you to talk about, you know, the business and like, da 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 like, you know, accounting stuff, like back in and wanting to see this information. My thing is, it's just like, he was such a big proponent of the creator and the creator having information and having access to information. But when it came to his friends mm. on the podcast and saying, hey, we want to see the numbers. We want to mm. see the information. Like, but you like, no, and it's an issue. So that's the really weird See, thing and that's because you know, i was thinking about the little beef the little tiny beef that he had with with charlemagne over the black effect podcast where mm-hmm. he was acting like charlemagne was selling out because he did this you know 4951 uh deal with iheart to make the black right. effect podcast network which this nigga has like charlemagne charlemagne is gonna be big he's already been big but i i i'm predicting this black effect uh network is going to be some huge shit because we're still in the infancy of podcasts and this nigga is basically placing him where bob johnson was at the beginning of bet like he has the horrible decisions podcast brilliant idiots and the fucking 85 south show and the read like that's <laughs> the motherfuckers got they the top the black, black effect pod. yeah damn motherf- I, I didn't realize horrible decisions and uh the read was on that's what I'm saying. This Damn. motherfucker, yeah. So he's gonna be fucking big. He's going to, he's he's get he's the Interscope death row. Like he's at the early wild wild west days of this network shit. And Joe was like, Nah, see, I'm trying to get ownership. I'm trying to, you know, you're trying to get black people in the business. I'm trying to make black people the business. Shit like that. And it's like, Nah, bro, Joe. It sounds like you trying to make you the business. You know, like between the two of you, it doesn't. It seems like Charlemagne is now employing like. 50 black creators right now he's he's got the way no show horrible he's got like 10 different all black podcasts under his shit giving them resources giving them studio time giving them cross promotion you know uh pinning their sponsorship deals and joe is trashing and firing his co-hosts on his podcast like arguing with the mixy boys yeah you're (laughs) (laughs) you're you're no, nah, uh, yeah. yeah. This this whole argument about the creators and shit. I think it was just he gives a fuck about himself, and he when he's the creator, he cares about the creator. But when it's when he's the the manager, then that's what he cares about. That's that's, what that's it a nasty like. flip. Yeah, that's yeah. and that's a yeah. very nasty flip. In the in the same vein, though, to what extent are talent entitled to seeing the numbers? Because I I am a little bit. I mean, if you have a percentage, then then you have a legal right to make sure that that percentage is correct when measured against the total. So if you so I think if you say, look, I get my two percent, cool. You need to show me the numbers to show that what you've given me is that two percent. But if you're getting paid a salary, then I then I'm not so sure that you get then, to yeah. be involved in that high level financial decision making. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah feel the same way about that because yeah. i mean like because I, I was even understanding where joe was coming from when he was just saying like stuff like they weren't bringing they weren't really doing much for the podcast like bringing any business or bringing yeah. any deals or because he was doing all the legwork and he's like but y'all got the nerve to want to look at a county or want to ask for more money or some money i was like well if that's the case well i can i can understand where you're coming from but yeah, I mean, I think there's, I think there's the illusion that like because they're all speaking on the podcast, they all are doing the. But it's like this motherfucker Budden is talking to Spotify and he's talking to Cash App and he's getting sponsors and he's doing, he's managing promoters and you know it's a whole 
other group of shit. And they're performers, you know what I'm saying? It's like if you're in a Spike Lee movie and you think because Spike's an actor in it that you're also the director. Like, that's one little role that you're also playing. But if they got percentage, they got percentage. They have a right to check that they're getting paid properly. Exactly. So that's it. That's a, that's definitely a fucking red flag on all on all regards. If you if you see your homeboy who always used to talk about you know creators first and getting your money and all that kind of shit and having owning your masters and all that kind of shit, you see him not letting you see the goddamn numbers, even though you're supposed to get a percentage. You might be seeing a red flag. On the other hand, if you're running a podcast and you're talking shit about your your men on your fucking podcast, firing niggas, acting like a fucking maniac, and disparaging them, even though they're supposed to be your day ones. You may very well be the one who's waving the red flag. That's been the podcast. We'll see y'all motherfuckers next next week. It's been Eddie, Alvin, Josh. Follow us on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, all that good shit. Peace. Can I can I throw one in there? Yeah, yeah, go throw. If you are a black woman and and don't like dating by men, you might be one of the one waving the red you flag. Might be waving a red flag. You might be waving just a red kidding, flag. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> no, man, I don't know. You gotta keep that one in. You gotta keep <laughs> no, that one. We gotta, we gotta keep it. <laughs> You might be the problem. <laughs> Yo, if, hey, but look, man, look, if you if you a motherfucker in a red cap who uh, doesn't want to let their six-year-old get a, uh, a sex change surgery, you might be waving I a red might, flag. Might you might be. You might know. It's a red flag.